0: How have you done it once again? All ten, except maybe that one that wasn't so fun. We don't like to talk about polytechnique. (laughs) Um.
1: (laughs) Wow, that was beautiful. First of all, I'd like to say, that was beautiful thank you well i've got to say that for me the the one really bad denny movie in my opinion i know we don't share this opinion but in my opinion Uh, it's maelstrom uh, but i really can't hate the man because he himself thought the movie was so bad that he stopped directing movies for 10 years after he made it
0: so i mean you really got i just really have to respect him for that that's true really incredible incredible overall ten movies eight really good movies
1: (laughs) yeah it is really incredible i feel like he's maybe not given his due yeah i feel like any
0: one of these for someone else you'd be like oh my god (laughs) they did that
1: yeah i Hmm. wonder if it's that like half of them are in french that maybe just like Mm. people didn't start talking about him as early as they started talking about like nolan or fincher the other guys i would consider his contemporaries sure yeah i think it's an incredible an incredible work and like very fun to do on this podcast because there are so many themes and like recurring images that run through all of them Mm -hmm. the man has been very clear about his obsessions from the beginning and they remain the same for the most part
0: (laughs) even all the way up through dune we're talking about moms we're talking about chaos Mm -hmm. we're talking about The Mm -hmm. grim realities of life.
1: There's even briefly a freaky spider in Dune.
0: I noticed that and hated it. But like loved it, you know.
1: (laughs) Yeah, me too. It's like, oh. (laughs) Me too. I was like, ooh, that's
0: horrible, but awesome. (laughs) I thought Dune interestingly (laughs) low on creatures. Which is also true in the book, but yeah, which is cool. It yeah. stays in line with like Arrival being like you just see the aliens like very, you don't see them in all their form ever. Well, would you care to uh, give the world your ranking for Dennyville New?
1: Uh, yeah. Should I kick it off? Yeah. Okay. My ranking of Dennyville New's 10 films so far. I've d- done these in categories of film quality. So we start in the bad. Number 10, Maelstrom. Now Mm -hmm. we're in the okay category. (laughs) Number nine, Uh Polytechnique. Number eight, Sicario. About Sicario, you know, must a movie be good? Must a movie have coherent plot lines and character arcs you can follow? Is it not enough to have Benicio Del Toro in a live-action Metal Gear Solid 10-minute set piece, skulking through a house and killing women and children. Is that not enough? Okay, now we're in the good section. Uh, Number seven, August 32nd on Earth. Mm. Hey, Hollywood, I've got a really good pitch for an English-language remake of August 32nd on Earth, so call me. It modernizes it and keeps the spirit of the original. That's all I'll say. You got to pay me to say more. <laughs> number six, Prisoners. This is where we get into best. This is where we get into best versus favorite <laughs> for me. Because if this was a ranking oh, of wow. Denny's best movies, Prisoners would be at least one, if not two higher. Uh-huh. Um, but since I'm doing favorite and it's just like a little dark and hard to parse out, it is at number six. Number five, Arrival. Number four, Dune. Now we're up to, I would say, the incredible category. Number three, Enemy. (laughs) Enemy is a movie that feels weirdly, like, malevolent when I think about it. Mm. There is something, like, creepy and haunted and sinister about that movie that I think, like, works so well. I remember reading people in the 60s who read Rosemary's Baby, like, had to, like, throw out the book or burn the book because they felt like Mm. it was an actual evil entity in their house. And that's, like, kind of how I feel when I think back on Enemy.
0: Mm. Mm -hmm.
1: Number two, incendies. Number one, incendies in space. Blade Runner 2049. (laughs) <laughs> oh, which i think are really his two masterpieces and you can kind of like take your pick of if you prefer smaller drama still on an epic scale but like a very human scale in incendies or if you like sort of the long slow sci-fi of blade runner but i think they're both just like him yeah. and his most powerful telling these sprawling stories of lost families and purpose in life um and that's my ranking and then what's yours
0: i think we're similar in what we think the the categories of movies are here and just a little different Mm -hmm. in the overall ranking so i've got it number 10 and you know i rank things just like by my experience of watching them and like which would i most like to watch again so number 10 Mm -hmm. polytechnique Number nine, Sicario. Mm. Number eight, Maelstrom. Mm -hmm. Number seven, Prisoners, which is where I think they start getting good. But I also Mm. would not want to watch Prisoners again because it's so upsetting. Then I would go with August 32nd. Then Enemy, which I agree is an evil and cursed film. That's at (laughs) what, number five. Then Mm -hmm. I would go number four, Arrival number three dune wow number two incendies and number one blade runner 2049 i think that blade Mm. runner 2049 is is the crowning achievement so far yeah i think that dune possibly will be as a two part movie like when the two parts are taken together but currently as it stands is like a single film I think that both Incendies and Blade Runner are greater. But I think that Dune is a more beautiful and well crafted film than Arrival is.
1: That's very surprising to me, because I know how much you love Arrival.
0: Yeah, I love Arrival and it gets me on an emotional level, I think Arrival gets me the most. But I think those other movies are like their storytelling is stronger. Mm. So what's it all been about? Like what has been what are what are the just desserts for this Denny for two? Thinking about
1: desserts, I want to ask, like, what do you want? What do you want to see Denny do next? What feels like the next natural step? I mean, is it a lot more Dune movies? Is it something else completely? Ooh,
0: I think if they decide to do all six of the Frank Herbert books, which I think they should, Uh then it should be Denny who does them all. I okay. don't know that I would have him locked into that sort of like purgatory for the next 15 years of his life or whatever that
1: would be. More than that, I would guess.
0: Yeah, but I also feel like he would be the proper person to do it. And it would be risky if it started to be like, I feel like if it was multiple people, it could kind of like lose the flavor. Mm-hmm. Well, how about you? What would you like to see from him?
1: I do want him to get to make Dune part two because it seems like he really Mm -hmm. wants to, and I think he has some sort of a vision for it that I would like to see. Mm -hmm. I think he has very purposefully (laughs) ended Dune Part 1 immediately before you get to the stuff that is both kind of problematic now and the stuff that is just hard to show on screen, like not messed up in any way, but Mm -hmm. just the stuff that is really hard to depict. (laughs) on screen all of that
0: aside for anyway
1: that is to say i do want him doing part two but i also want to see him like still do some original stuff and i don't i think he does sci-fi really well but i do still want to see like some stuff that's not sci-fi in the future again from him is my opinion
0: i would really like to see some more comedy from him perhaps Mm. or like flex those muscles again Because I think there's some cool stuff that he plays with, but it felt a little clunky in Dune. So maybe he needs to, like, work on that some more. I feel like there's
1: always, like, five jokes he puts into each movie. And they normally do work for me. (laughs) But it's sort of like, that's all you get. Um, Except in Prisoners. But I think all the rest have a couple jokes. I have wondered what it would be like to see him do a horror movie throughout this whole series. I think I have decided that I just would not like to watch it.
0: (laughs) I feel like Prisoners was his horror movie.
1: Yeah, his regular drama stuff is so dark and obsessive and brutal already that I don't feel like he could sort of make light of the horrors of the world (laughs) in a way that a horror movie does.
0: Yeah, yeah. It would just be very realistic and bad, you know. Another theme that I've sensed in his work is a love of deserts. I mean, that's there from the very beginning with
1: yeah, the salt, the salt
0: flats, all the way through the Middle East, through Sicario and like the Mexican Texas border, all the way through to Dune.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, it is a little bit of like a dark journey of the mind, <laughs> spending three. <laughs> three
0: months as summer
1: turns to fall watching all of
0: these i'm really glad that i watched prisoners at the height of summer when i was like at, at pretty <laughs> much my happiest and just like hanging with fun people because if i had waited until like when like the the fall was coming on and the re- weather's getting rainier would have been a totally different story ditto polytechnique yeah that's true I am glad really
1: glad that we did this series. Hmm. Yeah, I want to thank you for for choosing it because I think it was really good. It's not I feel like we were looking at like longer directors and maybe leaning towards Nolan and then you said we should do this and I feel like in the end this was like a much more fulfilling and informative and varied and exciting journey yeah. than I feel like Nolan would have been.
0: Yeah, I definitely think it it has been worth doing and interesting. I would wonder like what do you think we have learned from having watched this series, if anything? Or like what would you take away from it or like the strengths that you could emulate from his work?
1: Okay. Well I think on like a podcast level These are definitely like Mm -hmm. some of the darkest movies we've covered. So I feel like Uh we've learned how to sort of make the show more entertaining and consistent regardless of what the movie is we're covering. Like that's definitely been something we've tried to do is just like even if it's a bad movie, if it's a dark movie, if it's a great movie, like how can we make the show Mm -hmm. sort of fun no matter what? in terms of artistically what i'm really interested from mm-hmm. him is like his clear hatred of dialogue how so much of his movies convey so much with so little words like there's no one else quite doing it like that i think that he is someone who really really trusts his audience and believes that his audience is smart enough to get it which it can be argued yeah. like maybe sometimes they aren't, but he always thinks that they are. Yeah. And I feel like we just need more people like that. Yeah. What about you? What have you really taken away from this?
0: I think he's like a really powerful examples, example of like meditations on a theme and like mm. really teasing everything he can out of a few like concepts that obsess him. Either indulging or like expunging like his like his personal nightmares in some way, um, especially in the early mm-hmm. movies that like then allows him to go and create in like a very, I feel like grounded and realistic way. These much larger fantasy worlds later. And I'm interested in that. Denny Villeneuve, Flop or Bob? Uh, Bob, for sure.
1: I've grown really fond of him and I'm really excited to see any anything he wants to do in the future i think he's one of the all-time greats
0: for sure i i would 100 agree bop to old denny and anything he wants to get into next especially if it's dune related or you know like i bet he could do a solid moby dick adaptation you know just <laughs> that's like a good call
1: honestly <laughs>
0: weird thing like if if they were like oh the next thing that denny villeneuve is doing is like death comes for the archbishop or (laughs) something like thing like that i would be like okay all right i see it denny we see you so you know like don't be surprised i i foresee more deserts in his future i foresee more mothers (laughs) i foresee more tortured familial relationships and i see through it all the hand of chaos
1: i would like for him to get a shot a single shot at like a big established franchise. I know he kind of did that in Blade Runner, but and he knocked Blade Runner out of the park. But I know that he turned down directing No Time to Die to direct Dune. Wow. And on the Dune press tour, he's, wow. he's talked a little bit about wanting to do a James Bond movie. So maybe that him and Chloe Zhao also had this interview where they were both talking about how much they love Star Wars. And how they like try and be very intellectual directors, but like love Star Wars so much. I would like to see him get a shot at something like that. I think would be really cool. And on the opposite end of the spectrum, I hope that he gets to make a silent film.
0: That would be so cool.
1: The yeah, the thing he's been talking about since like when he wanted to do Incendies as a silent film.
0: Like I hope that he eventually just does does one somehow. All that being said, next up are going to be having what? Scream? Is it still Cinema Bum's Bumtoberfest?
1: Yes. As this comes out, there will be like three more days of Bumtober. So, go vote for something nice and short.
0: Go vote for something. Keep it spooky. <laughs> and honestly, I hope you have a wonderful Halloween. May I just say, happy Halloween. I hope the Great Pumpkin treats you well. And uh, <laughs> to all a good Christmas and to all a good night. Cinema Bums is a production of DKG Podcasts. It is created and produced by Wade lawrence Holloman and me, Emmett Temple. Wade also edits and mixes the podcast. Our theme music is by Zane Holloman, who you can find on Bandcamp, and our show art is by Autumn Beckner. Our social media is managed by Laura Bennett. If you like what you hear, please tell all your friends and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, the two best ways to spread the word about our work. You can also follow us on Instagram at cinemabums or email us at cinemabumspod at gmail.com. Don't flake on us. We'll be back next week.